The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at HeftyRenew.com. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at HeftyRenew.com. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at HeftyRenew.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and podcast. Uh, we're back with another match preview after the nil-nil draw against Leeds. Uh, we then now move our focus on to the Arsenal game. Uh, I'm Scott. I'm your host for this one. And it must be something in the water over this Christmas time because there's another five-person uh, five lineup for this preview. Um, I'm joined by Chris, Daryl, Joe and Harry. Um Hope everyone had a good New Year. We are recording this on New Year's Day, so apologies if there's some croaky voices uh, or if uh, people seemed a bit uh, pie-eyed. But there's probably some hangovers being uh, being nursed and so forth. Um, Chris, I'll come to you first, mate. How are you? I'm, I'm going to lie and I'm going to say I'm very well, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really can't wait for this to end. This is the content you're here then. for. <laughs> Uh, Daryl, are you okay, my friend? Oh, dear. All well, apart from a bit of ergy. Not too bad. Uh, Joe, how are you? Uh, I mean, I'm good. Just a bit tired. Happy New Year. Yep, Happy New Year as well, mate. And uh, Harry, we'll not mention the Leeds game, but how are you feeling today? <laughs> uh, I'm all good, thank you very much. I'm very happy to be back. Excellent. Well, before we get started, a uh, little bit of housekeeping to... Uh, clear off first and foremost and that is to let you all know that the Gallagher Shots match preview is as always sponsored by Magpin. Magpin are the go-to site for high quality unofficial enamel pin badges of Newcastle players, legends and retro kits. If you want more information on Magpin you can visit their website at magpinbadges.bigcartel.com. Right, so as I mentioned, we uh, are moving on to the Arsenal away game. It's on Tuesday night, 7.45 kickoff at the Emirates. Um, I did check this time and it is live on UK TV. Uh, I think it's on Sky, Premier League and main event or whatever they want to call the channel this week. Um, 
Arsenal are doing pretty well, you could say. Um, top of the table, 43 points, 14 wins, one draw and one defeat. Um, the draw came against Southampton. The defeat came against Man U. Um, Daryl, we'll come to you for this one first. What are your confidence levels going into this Arsenal game? Well, first off, it's going to be a very tough game. You know, there's no doubt about that. You know, they've played their way into great title contention this season. Um, they've performed really well. They've got some really good performers in the squad as well. Um, I don't know what Mikel Arteta's got, like what kind of water he's got them drinking, but uh, it's very much similar to the kind of water that Eddie Howe's got our boys uh, drinking because we're doing comparably quite well as well, considering. Um, I think in terms of, to use both teams as an example, actually, we've both been a bit of a surprise package this season. Um, I think if you go in back to the start of the season, a lot of people in the country and even other fan bases and that wouldn't have really had us in that picture. Um, a lot of people probably would have been looking again at another Man City slash Liverpool slash Man United or Tottenham and Chelsea, etc. Um, sort of picture, but way right in the mix as well. Um, and again, that's very much testament to how we've been. Um, Arsenal, you know, they've been dominant um, possession. It's it's almost very much like it's a Man City 2.0 just because of the way Mikel Arteta has obviously taken on quite a lot from his time being Pep's number two at the club. Um, yep. And to, for me, to be honest, I, I'm enjoying it because it's something different in it. And it's even better than the fact that we're actually in that picture as well. It is. It's nice that it isn't the same teams um, as it usually is. And let's hope, hope that that tide has changed so that it maybe isn't always going to be the same teams and, and we can be up there season after season. Uh, Chris, the last time we played Arsenal in the league was obviously the last game of last season. Um, that emphatic 2-0 win. Um, and we all saw the aftermath on the Arsenal Till I Die clips of Arteta in the changing rooms. Do you think Arsenal are going to you know, seek revenge for what we did to them last season and, and what we cost them, essentially, last season? Um, I, I wouldn't have thought so. That game was unreal as well, by the way, wasn't it? Absolutely smashed them. Um, I, I wouldn't have thought so. I think the, Arteta is far too professional to even look back at that game. It, it's a new season, and, and like you said, they're sitting top of the table and, and doing very, very well, better than... Anybody expected? Um, you talk about how well of a season we've had. They, they're up there as well. Um, yep. I know, obviously, they start a higher position than, than what we did in regards to squad and everything. Um, but they're having a, a great season, and, and I think this will be our toughest test of the season so far. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. I think you know Arsenal. They've just been blowing teams away all season. Like I said, one draw, one defeat. Um, when you when your loss comes against Man U, um, and I believe that was away. Uh, so it was at Old Trafford and, and I think also Southampton, the draw was away as well. So, you know, people talk about St. James's Park being a fortress. Uh, the Emirates seems to be another little fortress as well for Arsenal. Um, Harry, um, I'll talk about the last five matches we've played against Arsenal head-to-head. Um, obviously, Newcastle won the last one, but then it's been four wins on the bounce for Arsenal before then. Um, are you worried that it's going to be, you know, another defeat Um that Newcastle are facing or are you confident that we maybe we can get something out of this one? Um, I think it depends on who starts. Obviously, I know it always does. Um, I feel yesterday, even though I was begging for Maxi to come on just for a bit of spice, um, I thought he was a bit poor. Um, and I think Arsenal have shown that when they're missing key players, they can kind of adapt really, really well um, and still make it work. 
yes, their squad depth is better than ours, uh, and they've probably got more quality within the ranks, and a lot of young players coming through as well in their academy, uh, which is hopefully us in, in five, ten years' time. Um, I think we are looking at a defeat if we're being realistic. Um, I think they looked incredible against Brighton, but then on the other hand, this scored a lot of goals and Brighton scored two and obviously had that one goal that was reeled out offside uh, only just um, and our defence is fantastic and it's been fantastic all season um, so it could be a it could be a close close game I just feel like they've got a bit more quality than we do uh, at this moment in time with the players that we have available yeah, I was I was looking at the, the other results for Arsenal this season. And there has been a, a fair amount of you know like four threes and three twos and, and a couple of you know two nils that sort of stuff. Um, Joe, I, you know we we all know what Arsenal are capable of when it comes to scoring goals, but they don't seem to be as assured at the back as maybe they have been in past seasons. Do you think maybe we could nick a couple of goals, like Harry said, given the personnel that are on the field for us? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I think. I appreciate what I was saying about being realistic, but at the same time, we didn't think it'd be realistic that we'd draw 3-3 against City. We didn't think we'd get a point at Old Trafford. We'd go to Spurs' place and beat them. This season's been absolutely mental, hasn't it? And, uh, and you know, it's it's just got to show that with, even without Wilson on the field, we're still scoring goals from all angles of the pitch. And like you say, with their defence being not quite as assured as their front, Zinchenko has been in and out of the team. Uh, ben White, I believe, has been playing right back for some of it. And... It's yeah, I think it's definitely something we can exploit. Um, we've got really good balance, and to be honest, I think that this is going to sound quite mad, but I think the way that Arsenal play could actually suit us a little bit better than some of these low blocking teams that we've played in the past. You look at Palace, you look at Bournemouth twice a season, uh, Leeds just gone. You know, these are just a few examples of teams that have come to put 10 men behind the ball and are quite happy just to sit and let us in soak up the pressure and try and go on the counter-attack. We tend to have, you know, a bit more luck against teams that open up that space at the back and are willing to sort of, you know, press forward a little bit more. So it's going to be really interesting, actually. And how we deal with Arsenal's quality um, is going to be a real test of where we are going to go this season. But I think, um, yeah, I think there's definitely weakness there, weaknesses there to exploit. And I'm quite looking forward to seeing how Eddie Howe sets us up. Yeah, it should be uh, a fun one to see. Obviously, we're recording this before Eddie Howe's press <clears> conference, so we don't know about any new potential injuries or anything from our side. Same with Arsenal. Um, I'm going to go over what you know I found online uh, based on it, and I don't think there's much changed. But Arsenal obviously have Jesus, uh, who's out long term, and Nelson, who's out long term, um, and there's Emil Smith Rowe, who I think is back in training, but I still think it's a bit early for him to return. Um, Daryl, those names are obviously big misses for Arsenal, but they have such squad depth um, and they have still have a lot of players that can hurt you. Um, they proved last night against Brighton that even without Jesus, they can still score goals. So, you know, the goal scoring threat from Arsenal is there. Does that have you worried about our defence uh, at all? Um, a little bit it does, yeah, Scott. Um, you know, obviously a lot of their attacking play goes through Odegaard as well. So he's probably the, the man that we need to be targeting and shutting down yeah. quite early on um, when we're trying to regain possession. Um, you know, he, I think he definitely got an assist, at least one assist last night um, for the um, Martin Nelly goal. Um, and it was a brilliant one-time pass, much like an, an old-time John Joe Shelby pass over the top. From, from the centre midfield and it was just right around the corner and, and played him straight in. Um, 
you know, they have got goals coming from quite a few areas of the pitch as well. It's not just reliant, like, it's not like a Man City where they're just reliant on Haaland to bang everything in. And a little bit more like us because we've got quite a few goals coming from different points within the team as well. Um, and it is, like Joe says, I think it's actually going to be a really interesting game to see because it is going to be two teams that like to advance and go forward with the ball. Um, they're certainly not going to be sitting in deep against one another. Um but again, our defensive record this season has been absolutely superb. So it makes you wonder just how much of a test this will be. I mean, I think it will be their biggest test in terms of an offence. It's probably as big a, a test since the Man City game. Um, and it will be very interesting to see how they'll do it. I think I don't think it will mean that Arsenal get a lot of goals. And I also think that the fact that they conceded a few late goals last night against um, Brighton is... A, bit, a sign of encouragement for us that we can actually get at them and cause them problems as well. Absolutely. I think uh, I think the game's there to be, obviously, to be won. I think it will be difficult, but I think, like you say, um, we seem to do better against teams that want to give us a game as opposed to just want us to take the game to them. Um, you know, I think <clears throat> Joe's already mentioned that, you know, you look at the the teams around us in the table that have already played, you know, we only lost against Liverpool and that was in the dying embers of that game. Apart from that, you know, we've got draws against Brighton, Man City, Man U, and then beating Chelsea and Spurs. You know, gone, I think, are the days where we would go into this Arsenal game and expecting, you know, 4-0, 5-0, 6-0, whatever. Um, and I think it's 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 now time to be like, OK, what can we do to them? And that turns our focus on to Newcastle. Um, start with the injuries first, Chris. Obviously, Target was missing at the weekend didn't really know too much about until afterwards. Turns out he's got a, a heel injury, I think it was, or an ankle injury, I think Eddie Howe said. Yeah. Um, we'll probably find more about that on Eddie's presser, which will be tomorrow on Monday, uh, as we're recording this on the Sunday night. Um, do you think it's possibly too early for Isak to be on the bench or to feature at all? Well, I was, I was going to bring this up, Scott. Um, let's see if Isak was fit. I don't think he will be. I, I think it's still a bit too early. And if he is on the mm-hmm. bench, he'll a, a cameo appearance what we'll ever see from in, in the next couple of games but I was just imagining this would be the perfect game for Isaac because not many people know much about him similar to, to yeah. when he started against Liverpool and didn't know how to handle him and I just wish he was fit enough to be starting this game against Arsenal because it's just that that's something which the, I don't think they'd be able to handle because they're just in regards to, to history at this football club it's very little what he has yeah in regards to, to on their field minutes. But other than that, I think it's probably going to be unchanged side. Um, same as, as what was maybe Wilson might come in for Wood because obviously he came in for the last 20 minutes, which yeah. is obviously a huge bonus for us because I thought Chris Wood probably had one of his prior games against Leeds. Um, uh, like I said on the last preview, confidence is always high when, when Wilson's name's on in that starting 11. And I think... I want to throw this back to you, Scott. Do you think we'll just keep to our normal game plan where we'll go for it from the first second of that, that game starting? Or do you think we'll try and sit back for a little bit? Because the defence is solid. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be very similar to the Man City game. And although that was a home game, um, I think we'll just be you know all guns blazing to, to, to go. Because I also think our next two games are cup games. And although, yeah, we've got Leicester in the EFL Cup and it's a hard trip to Sheffield Wednesday as well. Um, 
the players will want to go out. If you want to think of it, go out for the you know the league to the cup on a high. So I, I think I think Eddie will. I don't think he has that mindset of going. Okay, we're going to change the way we play. We'll play how we play because that's how we play. Mm. Um, I know we've said. We, I know I said we play about six times there, but you know what I mean. Like it's 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 just for me. I think I don't think Eddie's the type of person who will be like, okay, we need to adjust. The entire game plan. There will be tweaks here and there to to help, you know, combat Arts Arsenal, and and actually, you know, maybe just, you know nullify some of their players. And, you know, we mentioned Odegaard, Martinelli's another one that I think we need to keep an eye on, and obviously you've got Saka so as well many, on the other so side. Many, mate, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like like Daryl said earlier on, it's Arsenal. It sounds ridiculous to say, but Arsenal is all very similar to Newcastle United at this minute where there's, yep. there's that many dangerous players that can score goals from, from anywhere on the field. You can't just single out one player because yep. if you look at it from Newcastle's point of view, if you single out Bruno, you've got Almiron who's on five, you've, you've got Trippier, you've got Joel Linton who's dominating over the left-hand side, you've got Willick who's having decent performances. So I don't think we can single out one player. Um, it's yep. just the, the best team on the day will win, won't it? It will, and talking about the the team, uh, you mentioned there you, you you'd probably expect Wilson to come back in, but mostly unchanged from that. Is there an argument for Saint Maximum potentially getting a start for this one? Uh, I'll 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 pass this one over to Harry. Um, you you mentioned at the start that you thought Saint Maximum was a bit poor against Leeds, um, but when it comes to Arsenal, do you start Saint Maximum? And if you do, and I'm going to put a little counter onto this as well, we'd obviously move Joel Linton into central midfield. To help with covering with Dan Byrne, so then who gets in? If you think of a long staff versus Willick, who do you play then between those two? Um, so first part of the question: Does Saint start? And if he does, who then starts over long staff against Willick? Um, I don't for you think that I'd is, you know, see, we're not picking the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I'd want to see Saint start. Um, I think that Willick and Joel Linton kind of duo on the left's been working very, very well, um, and it kind of helps as well within kind of the transition periods of getting caught out in possession because um, you've got two players who can play on the front foot but can also defend. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'd i like to see him come on the pitch. Um, I feel like he can give you that the, the change to the game that you need. I just thought against Leeds, he kind of would pick the ball up, turn around and see if he could run, couldn't, would pass it and stay in the same position and just keep dragging himself closer and closer to the line. Where if you just kind of kind of want to make a run from behind or just something just to drag the defence out because I don't know if you just remember the Crystal Palace game where it was kind of just going one edge of the box to the other edge of the box just backwards and forwards. That's how yesterday kind of went for me in the last thirty minutes of the game. Um, there was nothing that was direct enough for me, um, and that's what I always thought Maxi would bring you. Um, I thought he kind of has that directness where I'm just going to run at you and see what happens. But that came from Joe Linton. Do you not um, think the difference, Harry? If you look at if you look at the way Leeds were sacked, because I thought Saint done all right when, when he came on. I thought I thought he did well. I thought he. So if you look at how Leeds played in the last twenty minutes when when Saint came on the field, it was eleven men behind the ball, so he hasn't got much room whatsoever. Against Arsenal, he's probably going to find a lot more space down that left hand side because they're going to be attacking the game. I'm not saying I want him to start. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, that's why. I mean, I suppose if their right side similar to our right side. We could both have a field day down at that side of the pitch. Because um, I always, like, I, I know you said about the long staff Willock, and I'll get back to that in a minute. Um, but I was worried about uh, Kieran Trippier against Arsenal because if you looked at that Martinelli break, 
that goal that they scored, which is one pass over the top. Yeah, Trippy will be nowhere yeah. to be seen in that occasion. Trippy will be still on the edge of the box with Almir on playing something or that. But then he's not fast enough to get back either. And then so it, it's just it, that does worry me on that side. But you are right in what you're saying, Chris. That if they are on the front foot as well, you might have that more space and that that room to to move into. So I think I'd like to see Joe Linton and Willick start. Um, I'd, I'd like to keep it the same. Um, if Maxi does start, I think you stay with Longstaff in the middle um, to kind of ha- have a bit more kind of defence within that midfield. Uh, I think if you start with like you're in a you're in a bit of trouble <coughs> because you've got three midfielders who enjoy getting up the pitch. Um, but yeah, don't start Maxi. Bring him on later if the game's going the way that we kind of we all think it will. Awesome. Thanks for that uh, intricate answer, Harry. Um, in terms of uh, the rest of the team, I think that it's sounded much really stalky, Sorry, no, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where, where we're going from here. Your Go. God. <laughs> no, in, ter- in terms of the rest of the team, I think it's, it's pretty much picking itself. Is uh, is Martin Dubravka getting on the on the bench at all for anybody? No, we'll let you no. answer this one. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a weird one, isn't it? It's such a strange transfer. Um, Do you think there's a bid coming yeah. in for him? Do you think there's already been discussion? Ah, that's yeah, why yeah, yeah. back. Yeah. Hey, listen, nothing will have changed between August and now in, t- in t- terms of what Debraka wants. I mean, don't get me wrong, he is a good keeper and he probably deserves this to be a number one at a Premier League club. Yeah. I don't think he's happy to settle on the bench. Um, I mean, we are going pretty far in the cup competitions, but at the same time, we're in the quarterfinals now for the League Cup, so you'd be expecting Pope to start them. Uh, FA Cup maybe, but then is Debraka going to kick about just to potentially get a spot in the early rounds of the FA Cup? I don't think so. So yeah, um, I I I wouldn't be surprised if we see him out the door uh, in January. Uh, he's not. I don't think we'll see him again for the club. Um, it's a bit of a shame. He's been he's been a really good servant. Uh, I don't think anyone can question that. But it, it is what it is. And um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens over the next four weeks with regards to him. Didn't end well. I'm curious actually. No, it didn't. It didn't, and it's a shame because yeah. he came in when we really needed him. And he, you know, it's funny when you when goalkeepers get brought in. It's only when they start, you know, you you don't really think you need one, and then as soon as they start doing, you know, these match saving like saves yeah. and, and things like that, that you realise, oh god, actually we did need it. Same thing with Pope. He came in, and we, you know, before we kicked the ball, we were like, do we need a keeper? Really? But mm. my god, imagine. Yeah, imagine if we didn't have Pope. So, uh, yeah, I, I can see him going out the door. What happens with Carius as well is an interesting one. Um, no word about him. Eddie Howe was asked about in his press conference. He said there's been no update so far on his future. Um, I think this discussion's happening, so we'll see about that. Yeah, it was an interesting one to see him. The, the, the word recalled came up, and I, I thought it was only a six-month loan to begin with, but it seems like that. it must have been season long. But, yeah, you know. The fact that the word recall has been used by a lot of people in the press would maybe seem that as something else. And unless there's another injury that we don't know about, you know, to carry us or to Darlow, and maybe we'll find that out tomorrow in the press conference, which has forced our hand to, to maybe do that. But, I mean, we've also got Gillespie, and, and as, you know, no disrespect to Gillespie, I don't think you want him starting in a league game. But we do have cover, should it be needed. And there's a reason. Did we ever find out if he was in the squad? I think someone said in the comments he's not. I think we only named three keepers. Oh, um, okay. So then he cannot start in the Premier League, so I'm talking out my arse. Um, <laughs> but for the Cup, we've got him, uh, if needs be. 
um, yeah, it'll be. We'll see how that one unfolds. That'll be a, that'll be a, an interesting uh, an interesting one, surely. We will move on to our predictions. Uh, Joe, I'll stick with you for your prediction first, mate. Um, Newcastle, oh, Arsenal, Newcastle. What are you going for? That's a tough one, isn't it? Uh, our record down at the Emirates has been dire for the longest time, but then you look back at that two 0 victory. Um, granted, it was at home, but you know, very similar squads. And then you look at what we've done to similar away grounds, you know, the season like the ones I mentioned before. It's it's a season of surprises for Newcastle, and I think we could spring up another one. I don't think I don't think we'll get a win, but I I think we're going to go two two, and that's what that's what I think might happen. Uh, two teams both very attacking, leaving uh, a lot of space in behind, and we could see a bit of a goal fest. So I think yeah, I'm going to say two two, but it's um it's going to be a really fun one to watch. I think definitely. I think it'll be a great one for the neutrals, as they always say. Aye, uh, I thought aye, the Leeds definitely. game was a good one for the neutrals, to be honest as well. Mm. I thought it was a good look, good little game to watch if you didn't have any uh, any heart in it in it at all. Uh, Daryl, mate, we'll come to you for your predictions next. Um, have at it. Well, I've got a, a head and a heart prediction for this. Um, now my head actually says it might be a very narrow defeat. On, on Tuesday night and uh, my heart thinks it'll be a draw and I've got to admit I've never like well, every time I've been to the Emirates I've never seen us winning I think I've been three or four times now unfortunately for us I'm not going on Tuesday so it could be this could be a time when we get a result <laughs> so let's let's hope for it and I, I think I'll go for a 1-1 draw with my heart and maybe a 2-1 loss with my head if we do get a result, you're never going back. By the way, that's um, fine. I'll, I'll only, that. only, only to watch Arsenal play somebody else. You kind of, you kind of go back. Like if they need to, like lose to like Man City for us to win the title, I'll go. I'll yeah, go. yeah, we'll send you down as the, as the uh, yeah, as the, the, the bad omen for for the Emirates. Absolutely, uh, Harry. What is your predictions, mate? One um, one. I think. Um, I think it's going to be quite a tight game. Um, I think we've all kind of touched on a little bit how similar the playing style is um, and how similar kind of the way that we progress with the pitch and the players that we have. Um, so I think it'll be 1-1 um, and I think it'll all kind of happen within the first half um, and then just be a bit of a boring second half, to be honest. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm seeing a theme here. So Chris, what is your predictions going to be, mate? Uh, if we've got our shooting boots on, which we didn't against Leeds, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. then because that Leeds game, as much as yes, it was nil nil, it was frustrating to watch. It really was annoying. We had plenty of chances. Um, it's another plenty game where we've chances. had plenty of chances, and I don't think against us will be any different. I think we'll still get a handful of chances. It's whether or not we can find the, the, the back of the net this week. Um. I think a draw as well. I think it'll be fair um, to, to predict a draw. I don't want to sit here and say, oh, we'll, we'll go and absolutely smash them because, like I said at the very start, it's going to be a very, very tough test, but a completely different test to what we saw against what Joe said, um, Leeds, Bournemouth, Palace. Um, like like I mentioned, it's a, the best team will win on the day. I think we're pretty neck and neck, really, at the minute yeah. in regards to playing styles, uh, players available as well. So, so fingers crossed, but I think a draw, anybody happily take a draw. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, is, is there an argument that we've, it was a good idea that our, you know, well, not a good idea, but a good thing that maybe the poor performance came against Leeds and that, you know, that'll rile the lads up to maybe 
go a bit more and maybe give a bit more and, and try and do a bit more uh, in this Arsenal game. Not that I think they're going to need any more encouragement because it's uh, we all know it's a, it's a top of the table uh, head to head. Uh, for, for for Arsenal and us, I think so I think Scott, happens. I think that the, the need to keep their heads because we saw yeah. the the last the dying minutes of the, the Leeds game, the players were getting frustrated. Maybe the fed off of the the stadium and the fans inside there as well because yeah. towards the end it started turning and we were getting annoyed and, and you could see the players were. I think mm-hmm. that probably showed you the difference between the likes of Arsenal, Man City, and then us because they they've done this for God knows how many years. They're used to teams coming and sitting behind the ball and just yep. absorbing pressure. Something than what we used to do, we used to do very well at times. But I thought, I, I, when it was happening on the field, I thought, oh, this is mint. But then afterwards, <laughs> when I left the ground, I thought, oh, that, that left a bit of a sour yeah. taste in my mouth, to be honest. It could have caused yeah. us a lot of problems well, as well. well. Tell you what, the ref didn't help. I know not, not to exactly. listen to the lead reaction, but the ref did not help that. He didn't control the game. He, he let too much go early on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Bruno was getting raged up. And you know you love to see it to an extent, but you like you see you need to keep your head, especially in moments like, like what it was in the last ten minutes, mm. where you really need to break them down, tire them out. And I think we were unlucky, man. I think on another day we win that two three nil. You know, yeah. uh, it is what it is. I, I, for the most part, I couldn't fault the performance. Yes, it was it was a good performance around. Um, coming back to the predictions, I'll give you mine as well. I also think it's going to be one all. Um, I think Arsenal have goals in them. I think we have goals in them. But I think we're both good enough teams where we might cancel each other out a little bit. And you'll see, like what you sometimes see, where it's, you know, like Arsenal v Man City or it's Man U v Man City. Yeah, a Super Sunday awful (laughs) game. I think we may be having one of those those on our cards where, you know, it's going to be two two goals. And and I think, I, I agree with Harry, it might all happen in the first half. And then the second half is just going to be a ball fest. Um, I hope I'm wrong. And can I also just say the last time that I think all of us predicted a draw on one of these previews, uh, we won three nil. So uh, in fact, we won four <laughs> nil. I think it was. So yeah, it was. It, was it Leicester? Maybe it was Leicester. Was Leicester? Yeah. So we won three nil. Um, so there we go. We're going to smash Arsenal three nil. <laughs> yeah we're so worried about underestimating newcastle at this point like we're we're so used to going off oh, probably going to be a loss or something like that but every time we think that they just completely um surprise us every time and i think i think we're starting to get yeah. that mentality of oh, actually we're just mint and we need to accept that we're mint okay we're not going to win every game but we do have the actual ability to take on these big teams. We've shown it time and time again. So, yeah, it's not unrealistic to ask for a draw at the Emirates now, which I is think, mental. I think we're at the point now where, where no matter what the result is, we're not going to be shocked by it. So we could go and lose that game yeah, 3-4-0 yeah. and we probably won't be shocked. We could go and win it 3-4-0 and we won't be shocked. It's yeah, it's ridiculous because we're still coming to terms of how well we can play with the, the, the mindset of, oh, we can still get battered. It's yeah. <laughs> honestly, we've never been in this situation ever. Yeah, to be fair, on the if we same... win 4 0 at the Emirates, I'm going wild <laughs> <laughs> on, on the same page. Like, if if that if we were to get a hurry defeat, um, like it's only the second defeat we'll have had all season, and no, that's it's fine, absolutely. I, it's fine, and that still yeah. blows me away that it's only going to be our second defeat if it happens. I just I, I get my head around it, man, because we're class. 
We are absolutely class. And we will end it there unless anybody wants to add anything other than the fact that we are class uh, to this. No, thanks. So, thanks, boys. <laughs> I hope you all had a, a nice New Year's Day and I hope you are all recovering um, and I hope you had a nice New Year's Eve as well. Um, I think the fireworks stopped at around 3 a.m., half 3 over here. Um, they absolutely go crazy for fireworks, as I mentioned in the reaction. So uh, that it's was like a fun you go night. crazy for turtles, bit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> People won't have a clue what, what I'm what nah, nah. You'll one. never and, find and, out. And they'll never find out, no. Even um, Joe hasn't got a clue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Did I miss something? <laughs> You did. did. Um, Thanks, everyone, for watching. Uh, If you like this sort of content, there will be more turtle-related videos (laughs) coming your way on the Gallagher Chats YouTube channel. Um, If you want to be informed of when we do release new content, yeah, this the day we released the new FPL show. Uh, there's the match reactions that went out yesterday. Um, Always Smiling Faces podcast, Chris, when's that returning? Don't know. Don't I'll return when it returns. I'll, I'll deal. I'll deal with that one tomorrow, mate. Um, maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> well, because there's this much uncertainty, if you really want to know when new videos go live, <laughs> if you scroll down from this video and hit the little bell notification, you will be notified when those videos go up. Because if we don't know, YouTube will, and YouTube will tell you. So you can't ask for more than that. And when you're down there, hit the little thumbs up and the subscribe button, and it does a lot for the channel. Uh, if you want to go one step further, we do have a membership program. It's $2.99 a month. That gets you early access to uh, videos as well as exclusive access to videos as well and also access to the Telegram group. Um, yeah, that's it for this one, boys. Thanks very much, everybody, for your time. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Daryl. Thank you, Joe. And thank you, Harry. Uh, I've been Scott. You've been watching the Gallagher Shots Match preview for Newcastle United v Arsenal. Come on, let's get a result there. Eh? How, How are the lads? Easy. Easy. 4 0. <laughs> Was that a turtle, Harry? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm going to so. sign off these videos every time with that now. I'm gonna, it's like a Jesse Harry Lingard will. celebration. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. See you later. Podcast Network.